it's so funny that so many humans try and hide their weakness. But the funny thing about it is weakness is actually the path to getting stronger. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Fired Podcast. Do I have a spicy episode for you today? Let's go. So, for those of you who don't know, I have a, I want to say a day job, <laughs> a, um, it's a, it's an afternoon, night kind of job, uh, so Monday and Friday I run a bottle shop in the afternoons and nights uh, and do all the stuff for my business in the morning. Something I've only recently started doing the last couple of months, and it's been really great to have something else to focus on. Be out, you know, be out, be around different people, and do different things. And I get to learn lots of different stuff. Uh, the setup of the store is um, very unique in that you know it's not just a bottle shop; it's a petrol station. Um, you know, we have coffee, we do um, have like chefs, and they cook food, and they have a stock feed store, and there's a whole range of different stuff. It's very crazy. So I actually get to do lots of different things. I get to make coffee and drive forklifts and heaps of different shit. Um, I don't necessarily have to stack boxes for my job necessarily. Um, But part of obviously doing a lot of alcohol deliveries is there's lots of slabs and boxes and things that need to be stacked. And so uh, often we'll get, you know, one of the younger guys to help us out doing that, but Occasionally, I'll need to stack boxes, and I ha- I've had to do that in some in some jobs earlier. You know, when I worked at um, a fast food joint when I was as my as my first job, right? Then I had to I had to stack boxes there as well. Something that's interesting about stacking boxes when you're stacking them up, you know, um, a certain amount. You know, where you may may have like eight high, nine high, or whatever, ten high, um, depending on how big the boxes are. What you sort of tend to notice is if you stack them all the same way, right? They tend that the stack actually gets weaker, right? Because think about it: if there's a weak point in a box somewhere, right? Think about it: maybe there's the way the boxes work. There might be a section where the there's less of, of the of the beer itself, and therefore there's you know, maybe a gap or whatever. If you're stacking each of the boxes the same way, that gap is then being stacked on top of a gap, on top of a gap, on top of a gap. And if there's a bit of a lean in the box, right, that they sort of drift one way or the other, one side's a tad weaker than the other, when you stack them all up, it tends to be on this sort of much larger lean that you wouldn't, you know, you, you wouldn't notice the lean box by box, but when you put 10 boxes on top of each other, you tend to really see this lean and it's like, oh my God, that doesn't look safe at all. What the fuck's happened here? So one little trick is you just basically spin the box the other way. So to the, the untrained eye, it looks like they're all stacked the same way, but you know, based on the, the label of the box, where the date's always put, so, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If you spin them around, you actually get like a perfect stack and it won't look unsafe and they'll actually stack really nicely together. Similarly, if you don't actually stack the boxes perfectly on top of each other, right, where they're a little bit out and the next one's a little bit out, a little bit out, a little bit out to the left each time, 
once again, over time, you'll actually have this, oh, that's really leaning to the left versus you wouldn't notice it if it was one box and then it was corrected or if it was just two boxes that stacked on top of each other. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be a safety hazard at all. They would sit there all day, not a problem. Um, and so it's something that I learned, you know, years and years and years ago at this first job that, you know, we have to stack them this way and then this way and it, it, it essentially it's for OH&S sake. Okay, cool. So then I've recently relearned this lesson again and I'm like, oh yeah, stacking boxes, yeah. So I was thinking about this the other day and how true is this of our lives? So often as humans, we, we're told this whole you know, premise of just like, just be really good at one thing, you know? And if you're not good at something, well, just, you're just not good at that. Just don't do that, right? And that's all well and good in maybe one box of your life, one year of your life, one moment, one month, whatever it is. But let's start talking eight boxes high, eight years high, eight months from now. When we start gathering space, time, distance, more boxes, those weaknesses really have become a bit of a safety hazard. So for instance, you might know how to create a really good product. Okay, you might know how to build something that solves someone's problems so fucking well. But if you have no idea how to market that problem to anybody, you have no idea how to sell that problem, that, you know, that solution to someone, you can have the best fucking product in the world, but it's not going to go anywhere. And how many times have, have you heard someone come up with an idea? <laughs> someone comes up with an idea and then all of a sudden, you know, X amount of years later, they don't do any work on it or they don't do anything about it. And that product is a big seller out there. Like someone's done it and done very well with it. Well, you didn't know how to go out and do the thing about it or, you, you know, you decided not to, whatever it is, right? I think there's this big mentality and maybe it's from a previous generation. I don't fucking know. But it's like, you know, don't be the jack of all trades because then you'll be the master of none. Okay, and I want to be very clear that I, I think that's true to a certain point, right? You know, don't just learn a whole bunch of stuff. Try and get really good at lots of stuff, you know? I think that is important to work on your craft and really work on becoming the master. But I think, for instance, if we're just talking business, right? If you only know how to build a really great product or you only know how to market that product or you only really know how to sell that product or whatever it might be or you only really know how to understand the customer and you know, relate to them, but you don't actually know anything about packaging the product in a way and delivering in the way that they need. And if you're, if you're only able to do one of those bits, then you're not going to be successful within the area of business. Oh, okay, Steve, but maybe I don't want to start a business. Okay. What about relationships, right? Maybe you're really good, right, over text message or through Tinder or whatever it might be. You know, you're good at photos. Maybe you're good at texting people. You know, you're good at sort of being that little keyboard warrior. And you see this a lot. You know, as, as a single person, <laughs> you know, I, I go on a few dates from time to time and, you know, people 
often give you this impression of themselves through text messages when they've got all the time in the world to think about what they're going to write and all this sort of stuff. And you're like, oh man, this person's really confident. They, you know, they're really sort of savage. I like that. And then you meet them in person and they're not always like that. You know, their insecurities come out or they're not good at having face-to-face conversations or whatever it might be. And you're like, oh, where's this, where's that savage that I was talking to on Facebook Messenger? Where have they gone? You know? Similarly, maybe you're really good at the first date, you know, maybe, who knows, maybe you're good in the bedroom. (laughs) Maybe you're good at all that kind of flirtatiousness, but you're, apart from that, you're not really a great communicator about things that are bothering you. Well, how's that going to work over time and distance? You know, tell me how that pans out six months, eight months, eight years into the fucking future. When you start stacking the boxes, what's going to happen? You're either going to let someone walk all over you because you don't know how to communicate shit that's pissing you off, or you're just going to get really frustrated, but you're not going to have a, a way, right? A good agreed upon way to, to actually talk about those frustrations. And you're going to explode, and in, that's going to be a really hard relationship for both of you because you don't know how to express yourselves properly. And I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying this is a, as a level of you know, pure judgment uh, I've been there myself. I've been in positions where I wasn't able to communicate and, and, and speak about what I, what I needed and what I wanted and whatever it is, you know? I've been in those situations before. It's not fun. So one of those skills, whether it is business, relationships, whatever it might be, one of the best skills that you can learn is communication. And if you can't directly see how communication is going to be one of those things that bridges the gap, right? It's like the glue on the boxes, it's that twisting, it's that rotation, it's that being able to see things and look at them and have discussions around them on different angles. That's going to allow you to go eight boxes high. That's going to allow you to go the distance. And maybe you think, <laughs> well, I'm a good talker. I don't, uh, I don't need to get better at my communication. Well, fucking maybe you're not a very good listener. <laughs> and I'm putting my hand up in that category too. Sometimes I'm a terrible listener. Uh, although I think, uh, I think I have gotten better over time. So whatever those weaknesses are, don't try and hide them. Because what will happen is once you stack enough boxes, it's going to be pretty fucking obvious what that weakness is and your whole shit's going to tumble over. Just don't allow your weaknesses to crumble you. Go and learn and master other skills. Get involved in different things. Learn the things that you need to have a successful stack of boxes. I don't know about you, but I don't want someone to accidentally walk past brush the side of me and have all my shit come crumbling down. People talk about having a steady foundation. Yes, but having a steady foundation is no good if you build the fucking house out of straw or... What was the other one? Sticks. And Big Bad Wolf will blow that motherfucker down. I will huff and I will puff and I will blow that motherfucker down. It's my impression of what the big bad wolf sounds like, obviously. So don't be the person who allows your shit to fall over. Be smart about how you're going to stack your boxes. 
If you need to go and learn how to communicate better, if you need to go, whatever it is, go and do that shit. So I don't know about you, but I want to be able to do eight or ten boxes on top of each other. You know, I'm probably at the stage now where I'm like, okay, getting to five or six boxes and I'm like, okay, right. I'm starting to see here where we need to, where we need to do some shit. I'm going to unstack some of these boxes and, you know, put them back up the right way. It's never too late to unstack that shit. I'd much rather do it now than have the whole thing come crumbling down. Because if you're like me and you're working with alcohol, there'll be sticky shit on the floor. And hopefully it's not fucking VB because the shit smells like crap. <laughs> Think about how you're stacking your boxes. Think about how you want your boxes to stack in the future. You okay with the shit crumbling down or is it time to maybe work on some of those weaker areas? You tell me. Thanks for tuning in to the Fired Podcast. Have fun stacking boxes, you crazy fucks. Peace.